Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, Episode 90, Social Media Mastery with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. And our special guest today, Stephanie Liu. Right here, Stephanie Liu, otherwise known as the Stream Queen, otherwise known as the host of Lights Camera Live, otherwise known as the CEO of Captivate On Command, and... She's worked with such companies such as Nike, Sephora, Clinique, Harris Resorts, and she's universal, as in, in other universes. Intergalactic. Because she's worked for NASA. She's in the quantum. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Steph. Yes, of course, fellas. So, what brings you here besides us? What? Direct from <laughs> San Diego. Why, why not? Exactly. Why not just to come out for the crew? You know, it's good. Yeah. Excellent. So we had a good weekend here doing some some leadership stuff. And um, we've worked with Stephanie in the past. And by work with, you know what I mean? Worked with each other. And uh, what, 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 we want, what we want to talk about today is social media mastery. So what does social media mastery mean? It depends what line of work you're in. Because, you know, as we spoke about even what this episode would be about, she's like, well, what are we talking about? Are mm-hmm. we talking about streaming? Are we talking about social media? Are we talking mm-hmm. about posting or marketing about it? So it's, it's very broad. But what we want to focus on today is what can you do best, whether you're in your infancy of, uh, of your experience <laughs> in putting social media out there, and how can you be a master of it, including what applications you should be using, what formats you should be using, uh, you know, because things people aren't doing things the best way or the most effective way or ways that are just so yesterday, which I'm sure she knows more about than us. But what, 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 what can we do? What, what should we, we do? do? What should we be doing? I love this because, all right, so... Everyone's listening. We're going to separate the amateurs from the elites. I'm going to get you on the fascination fast track. Take your business from unknown to unforgettable. I mean, first things first, when it comes to social media, if you're thinking that you're going to be posting images, that's not a thing. It's a video first strategy. If you could be confident on camera, people are going to be confident that you could get them results. So Hmm. if you're sitting there like, ah. I can't even FaceTime somebody. Like, no, 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 no. You got you, you to gotta fix that. It's 2023, basically, at this point in my mind. Because Frank told me I already got 14 months in 2023. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're not doing video right now, I mean, you might as well just, like, hide under the covers and call it quits. Ooh. So, so yeah. let me just find out. Let me get my bearings here. So, whether you're just starting out. Yes. Or whether you've got two decades or more, mm-hmm. these principles you're about to drop on us are going to help people. I think so. Absolutely. I think if you're a small business owner, right, you you do your best in your business. And if you could do a video first strategy and then repurpose that content into blog articles, story pitches, news, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, all those other things, then you could focus on building your business versus what am I going to post on social media and who should I tag? (laughs) (laughs) Who should I tag without permission? Right. (laughs) You tagged 87 people in that quote about happiness yes. so we heard it here first the first step is your your motivational quotes with the you know with the bridge and the sunset from your last vacation isn't going to cut it no okay good no, That's- no yeah you really have to separate yourself from the sea of sameness and i think i think these quote graphics is a real cop out for people but mm. if you really want to be memorable people have to see your face they have to know what your vibe is especially if they want to work with you meeting you for the very first time it's like okay now i know what to expect from frank right <laughs> like he's gonna, lot, very, he's, he's gonna be very direct he's gonna tell me what's up same thing with mario and dr mario he's gonna like you know he's gonna cuddle me a little bit but you know he's gonna make me feel good but still kick my ass <laughs> you know but you, you you give me a sunset photo i'm like okay <laughs> anybody could do that true mm. 
So no 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 pictures and no quotes. Make sure that make sure that's not happening at home, kids. Right. What can we do good? So let me just say, what can we do good? What can we do better? What can we do best? More gooder. And I mean, yeah, gooder. <laughs> um, as far as what I here's a little personal learning. I was talking about the podcast and hey, we're doing video, and then she's like, okay, well, can you repurpose it for this and TikTok and reels? And I'm like. Well, I'd have to crop and adjust it because we record landscape and then my head stuck in my way. I'm sorry. I'm here for results, not (laughs) reasons. What's going on? Well, no, but the knowledge you gave me. So it was landscape. And then you were like, well, first of all, you need to go vertical. Vertical. And again, in my head, I'm like, well, that's not the way a TV is shaped. No, you're supposed to be a video vixen. You're supposed to record (laughs) it vertical. There you go. So Come if you're, on, somebody. If you're recording sideways, and what's the purpose of recording vertical, meaning up and down for the people at home? Up and down in portrait. And the reason for that is because what we're noticing when people are consuming content, they're holding their phones in the palm of their hands. Not a lot of them are holding like this, unless you were frank watching the you know the football game and whatnot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but more often than not, when go you're fans. watching video, especially short form video, you're scrolling with your thumbs and you're doing it really quick. And yeah. so if you could take up the full screen of it, then that's, that's all you. You're taking the whole entire landscape, the real estate of the smartphone. But if you make it landscape, then you okay, it's cute. I like your background. That's all right. But like, I want to see your face. Mm-hmm. So it's less, it's less on the phone. Yeah. Well, that's a great perspective on that, right? It's, it's virtual real estate. And I know we, we mention that sometimes with people's websites and e-commerce business and things like that. We don't pay attention to the, hey, you should also do your marketing that way. Um, yeah. So your marketing, your branding should be taking up as much space as possible. That's why it's there. Um, so that's a great way to put that. Right, because that's known, for instance, if you have something on your website that's not visible from the landing page, what is it called? Like being below the fold. You have to make yeah. people, you know, if you have to get them to scroll, uh, I mean, it, it, that's it's important. For instance, if your checkout process is lengthy, like yeah. every step you have to get to your checkout is a process. It's gonna You're going to lose people along the way. That's another upsell. And then, <laughs> then you got to retarget <laughs> That's true. That's true. We got to be talking about, hey, we, we saw you left this in your cart. Come back and get it. Yeah. Okay. The, the other thing that I like about video in its vertical form is like we are now so open to just the video on your phone. It doesn't need to be like a mirrorless DSLR or any of that fancy stuff. The fact that you can pick up your phone, speak your mind, share share your wisdom on the fly. I mean, that's that's legit right there for people to be able to ask you a question in real time. And then you're like, okay, let me tell you what it is. And like, that's, that to me is more authenticity and transparency right then and there versus let me get the perfect lighting, let me get the perfect <laughs> mic, the perfect, 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 whatever. It's yep. like just 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 give me my results. Got to get that that O-ring light so when I do my makeup tutorial, I'm in there. I mean, just if, if you want to be a beauty girl, cool. I get it. I get it. But you that's know? not you, boo. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, you're in the business of building a brand and bottom line. At least I am. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so if you really want to be top of mind, tip of tongue, then make video. Okay. So if you're not making video, you need to. Get on it. That's it. Yeah. Cool. So as we talk about video. Wait, th- is, oh, is there a place for pictures? Oh. So, and what kind? So I'll give you an example. Um, a product or anything like that. Or should you try your very best to be video only? Um, and if you do pictures, at what point is it acceptable? I think it really depends on the industry, right? Like, let's say even in real estate. Sure, you want to have, like, photos of your real estate property, but have you seen, have you seen the gimbals with the, with the cameras and you're doing these 360? No. That, that, to me, that's shareable. I, I think that's one of the things, too, is that you want to have this social currency when you're, 
posting things online, are people going to share it? They're like, hey, what did you think about this? Look how this is packaged up. Sometimes a photo, you know, it's it's nice, but how long are you really going to take a look at it? I, th- I find that when you have a piece of video content and people are watching it over and over and over again, then you have that more time and that more engagement. And from an algorithm's perspective, that's going to increase your presence on the social media platform versus a photo. This is why you see stuff on on Instagram where they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to post a photo, but I'm going to act as if it's a video because... You know, I'm going to get more engagement that way. Uh, I've never, I've never even considered that. I've seen yeah. things where it's like a, it's a video, but it's like the, the video is not doing anything. It's Correct. There, just, huh? Yeah. I'm acting all brand new today, y'all. See what we're <laughs> learning from the master. <laughs> but, but yeah, we're all getting taught today. I was like, I've seen a few, and I'm like waiting for something to happen, and the product's just sitting there. And I'm like, and that's the end. Okay. And, the end. and so you're pressing. You're. you're is this moving? What? Okay, so that's increasing visibility by the more time. Oh. Average time length of a video should be? Uh-oh. Oh, it depends on the platform. Yeah, I was going to say that. Depends on the platform. Like, let's say, for example, if you're on TikTok or if you're on Instagram, anything under a minute I think is going to be really good. As long as you're clear and concise with your messaging. So take the mess out of the message and make sure that it's actually delivering on the content and offering valuable info to your, to your audience. But I, honestly, I think that if you're going to be on YouTube... I mean, gone are the days of like 45-minute live streams just talking about random things. I feel like more people these days, they're looking for the sweet spot of 8 to 15 minutes. Again, it's really going to depend on your industry. So take a look at your analytics to see where people drop off. So I love even before this, hold up. (laughs) I love even before this, right? We're like, okay, what's the outline? What's the run of show? And in the back of my mind as a producer, I was like, okay, well, have you ever looked at your analytics to see where people drop off? Do people really care about your intro? Or do they want you to just jump right right into the content? Are you going to ask... A hook, or you can drop on a hook, a question, or whatever that's going to be. <laughs> take your notes, take your notes. Uh, but I find that that's going to be really helpful. So 8 to 15 minutes probably on on YouTube. YouTube shorts, you're probably looking at like a minute. Same thing on Instagram and on TikTok. On LinkedIn, probably maybe like a minute to three minutes, honestly. So to put a bow on the limited use of pictures, what I've seen lately, especially when we're talking about real estate, is where someone has actually taken photos of photos. Yes. That's definitely a no. When it, is, it, is it kind of like, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it more like a behind the scenes thing? No. No. What do you mean? They, I, th- I mean, we shared this because we thought it was, we thought that it had room to grow. Yes. It, it looked, it appeared to it's be a, nice a literal, <laughs> you like that? I'm here all week. Um, it was, Photos for a listing of a property in real estate. And so you could tell that the realtor had taken photos of actual printed photos. Oh, that's ghetto. That's, that's wrong. That's, that's what so I was wrong. Talking. No, but I, yeah, we've Why seen that. But that's that? real estate. And thing. you could see the photo and the, and the, the timestamp on it. Does this it person as well. have friends? Like, the, the, <laughs> no, like you got to go save your friend. I don't know. Friends understand. that care. Your friends don't let friends do No, that. but that's that was wrong. a real estate I mean, specific thing. But like, okay. So, like, if that was like, he just didn't know. I get it. But if he was really smart, he'd be like, I'm going to do something so stupid that people are going to share it. Then I'm like, okay, now you're a genius. Hmm. You mm. see? that My life. Uh, a okay. series of stupid events. Of stupid events that make me smart. <laughs> they just okay. don't stop. All right. So, so we're talking video. We're talking, okay, so obviously it can vary by, you know, content and what mm-hmm. exactly your purpose is and your intention, yeah? Yeah. Um, what platforms 
are popping right now. And popping is an old word, so I'm not sure what's happening with my language right now. But yeah, you're really showing your age today, Bobby. What's, what's, what's <laughs> popping in the hood out there? What are the what are the whippersnappers really Wait, doing out there? For the social media platforms? Okay, first of all, TikTok. I mean, if no one's talking about TikTok, TikTok is definitely one of those platforms that is absolutely blowing up. They're, they're finding that people are spending about an average 80 minutes a day just watching these short form videos because they think like, wow. oh, it's short. But then they look at the time like, oh my God, three <laughs> hours just passed by. What am I doing with my life? You know, there's people make fun of it. They're like, you fall into this TikTok trap and, and they're there. But TikTok honestly, trap. and here's the thing that most people don't realize. I think for most of us, when we think about social media, we think about algorithms and how like Facebook all of a sudden started to decline your reach. And so you, you had to pay to play, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the difference with the TikTok algorithm is that it doesn't even care about them. It, what it's measuring is actually how long you're actually looking at this video. Did you share it? Did you comment? Did you do a, any type of emotional reaction to it? They are setting every single little move. And then it doesn't even matter if you're interested in real estate. They'll be like, oh, well, what about this? And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into this rabbit hole, which is why you see like the most random things, especially on TikTok. You're like, how did I end up on my... <laughs> Uranus. Uh -oh. <laughs> You're like, like how, did, how did this even happen? You're like, I started over here and then I and I ended up over there. But it's that time on site that they're getting. And so TikTok is one of those things where I feel like most brand small businesses aren't thinking about it. But my homegirl, Kenya Kelly, like she's crushing it. She's hmm. crushing it. On TikTok. On TikTok. Like, what is, and what does she do for TikTok? Right. I was gonna say because you can yeah. see cat videos and you can see inspirational yes. videos. So what exactly? Yes. So when she first started on TikTok, so she actually went through like a divorce and then um, in 14 months, she made about a million dollars. She started talking about wow. like, she started talking about like her divorce. She started talking about how brands can leverage TikTok. And she's one of those where she was just being real. And again, it wasn't the fancy camera whatsoever. It's her and her smartphone. And she's just, she's just being herself. Wow. Awesome stuff. That's, that's inspirational because we talk a lot about that here on the podcast. Um, and I, I know, you know, Dr. Mario and Coach Mario coach people through that. I know on the business side, I tell people that. And you hear stories that are like, like, no, that's impossible. That doesn't exist. That's one in a minute. No, like th that's a real life example that somebody yeah. would know. Yeah. And it goes to show you that it's execution, that you just put it out there. You just, and, and somebody will react. And yeah. you might not get everybody as a buyer, but that's not the point. The point is to get your buyers, yeah, your buyers. Well, and not only that, though, because like I've been at, at many of these conferences where they're talking about TikTok and they'll ask the whole entire audience, how many of you have watched a TikTok video? Everyone raises mm -hmm. their hand. Okay. Um, how many of you shared a TikTok video? Everyone raises their hand. How many of you actually published a video on TikTok? No one raises their hand. Mm -hmm. Like, Correct. okay. So you might not be publishing, but you are consuming. You right. are there. So they're actually seeing a shift from like the younger Gen Z and the millennials, and they're seeing more of the boomers on there. So even though you might not see millennials and boomers and Gen X posting on there, but they are hanging out there, and that's what the data shows. So hmm. if you're thinking like, oh, it's just for little kids, no, 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 people are paying attention. And even if they're not engaging with like the younger content, you're going to see ads in there. And there's like trending hashtags for things like TikTok made me buy it. Mm. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think, especially with certain types of so, I mean, I think for a while, a few years back, people saw Facebook as getting older, or you know, like, oh, hold up, I need to stop Don't using even Facebook. Tell people you're on Facebook. Just stop it. Just, just delete it. Just, delete it. just block yeah, You didn't mention now. Facebook as one of the. Uh, why not Facebook? Uh -oh. What's wrong with Facebook? I okay. I think from even, your opinion, because I know yeah, what's wrong. Yeah. With I, well, I, I think for me as a business professional. Um, as a brand page, 
for you to build your brand on Facebook, on rented land, you're not going to get the reach that you want to get. Uh, What a lot of people started to do was start to build Facebook groups. And that's where you can engage with people and create content. But honestly, if you think about the features and the functionalities for a business to build a community on Facebook, it's crap compared to like Discord and all Mm -hmm. these like mighty networks and all these other apps that Mm -hmm. are coming up with hello innovation, right? They're creating (laughs) new things. But Facebook, when you really think about it, they'll roll something out. It's crap. It's like dead on arrival. Try to get everyone excited. And then if you do go all in on it, there is no support. Have you ever tried to reach out to a Facebook customer support? Hmm, no. I mean, you're better off finding a f-ing leprechaun. It doesn't even happen. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> we keep a clean podcast around here. No, Don't no, worry. No, we, no, we, we got you. Beep. We got you. <laughs> I'm still on the Uranus line. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's, but a I, I mean, it's a planet. It's a planet. Oh, now I get it. I mean, even at that rate. Uh, uh, I remember a few years back, I, w- I did one of the Facebook, and I think we talked about it, mm. the Facebook community outreach things, and it was just so basic. It's basic. I yeah. went out there, and I'm like, yeah, it's like, how to post a picture, and I'm just like, well, I mean, yeah. It, how to start it, a group. I'm like, wait a minute. If you think about what? Meta as a company now, what do you always oh, hear Mark Zuckerberg talking about? It's the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And the declining VR. stock. Exactly. <laughs> and it's the Oculus. People aren't ready for it. They're no. not ready for it. And so everything else that people new about Facebook is no longer being maintained or so I think if you're going to build your business, go where other people are going hmm. where you're going to have Good point. better return on your investment on time. So we have TikTok. Yes. We don't have Facebook. Apparently <laughs> cancel uh, the lead on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> what, what else should people be doing or what other um, platforms? Oh, I mean, we've, I think when the starts with L and ends with LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn for sure. I feel like LinkedIn is one of those. If you want to connect with other B two B industries, it's one of the best ways to get there. Uh, people are publishing content there. It's easy to get connected with people. For me, as a speaker, if I know that there are other professionals speaking on stage with me, it's very easy for me to go, Doctor Mario. So great to see you at the so and so summit. I really loved what you had to say, and now I have a new connection. I've always told you this before. There are resources and relationships, so start building them now. Where's the best place to do that where you put your best foot forward, and that's going to be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. That's the place where I could satisfy my values level for clients as far as, like, these are the awards, the certifications, these are the recommendations. This is who I know. I find that most people, especially when you're doing B2B business, it's about who do you have access to. So if you get connected with me, then I'm going to help you build your brand and your bottom line, period. Hmm. Okay, makes sense. So one thing I've noticed, and this is just me, so I, I think this muddied my vision on LinkedIn was I would get so much spam messages sure. from other people. And I'm like, I know you're running the bot in the background, and this isn't you, especially because my name has my middle initial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, hey, Mario A, period. I'm like, this ain't you. Yeah, this you know is, what? Okay, so. This is LinkedIn helper, bruh. This, I know, this, this is what I know most who this peop- is. Yeah, this is what most people do to avoid the bots, is that if in your name you put an emoji in the very beginning, like a trophy, right? And if you see someone says like, hi, trophy, Stephanie, you're like, oh, delete. Mm. That's all you have to do. As soon as you see that, you're like, you're not a real person because there's no way in hell Frank would be like, oh, trophy emoji, Stephanie. Like that's, that's not even a thing. He's not going to waste his time doing that. So you know it's I, I, I'm, I'm changing your name to that right now, and I'm going to text you for going. <laughs> <laughs> the MVP. Stephanie. Exactly. Yeah. First place. Okay, cool. So LinkedIn, and what aspect of, I mean, is there something specifically within LinkedIn that should, they should be doing? Um, I mean, because obviously you want to create still good content that's engaging and worth it, right? You're not going to be doing the same things. You know, if, especially for those who are like, okay, I'm not doing Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. What approach might they shift 
if they are coming from Facebook or quote pictures <laughs> to LinkedIn, what I mean, should honestly, they be doing? Honestly, I think pictures would still work on LinkedIn, especially if you're tagging other individuals, because if I tag somebody else and I tag another company, then it's going to show up on their different news feeds, but it's all business related. When it comes to LinkedIn and you're publishing content on there, you have to understand people are there to do business. It's mm. professional. And typically what they're looking for is, you know, what are your results? What are your case studies? Tell me what you're working on. And when you tell me that, then I'm more or less interested in what you're doing. How can I be a part of it? And how can I collaborate with you? I think from a business perspective, even if you want to do like competitive research, I love looking at my competitors. I love seeing what they're posting. I love seeing who they're engaging with. And then like I come up on the side and then like, oh, well, Mario commented on this. Let me see what's happening on Mario's page. And then I start engaging with you, even though you might know a competitor of mine. Hmm. But because maybe my competitor wasn't was asleep at the wheel and didn't even engage with you. But here I am. I'm engaging with your stuff and I'm making time. I think anytime you're posting on social media, you just have to be very strategic about who you want to connect with. Wow. Yep. Agreed. I like it. Okay. So we got LinkedIn. Well, so oh, let's, you got more? No, let's well, question. Well, There's yes, more. So how often should you be posting on LinkedIn? As often as you have something valuable to say. Ooh. Makes sense. If you're, if you're the type of person where it's like, oh my gosh, I have a question about finance, then who do I have on speed dial? Who's going to tell me what's going on in the marketplace? That's own that, you know, do, if you have something to say, then, then say it. But if it's like, Oh my God, I just ate this for lunch. Like, I don't care. Mm. You know, what about on TikTok? On TikTok, If you, if you actually, if you wanted to talk about your lunch on TikTok, that would actually get somebody's attention. Um, because the audience on TikTok, they're more or less looking to be educated and entertained at the same time. And I find that when I do see like someone like boss babe, you know, like dancing on camera I'm like who is this person then I could actually binge watch on their video because I already know the videos are only going to be like one to three minutes long it's not going to be like a 45 minute YouTube video so gotcha. I actually really really get to know them mm. okay. it's kind of like infotainment yeah yeah I mean it's most interesting it's funny because sometimes I'll <laughs> my wife doesn't go on social media that much but sometimes I'll go down the TikTok rabbit hole and then so like a week or two will go by and I'm like did you see that video I just sent you and so she'll open it and then she'll be like you sent me like 12. I'm like, oh my gosh. When's the last time you opened that thing? <laughs> so there's like 12 videos, like two or three, like from every other day. And I'm just like, Here, here's the I get them sent to me. It's like, you don't even talk to people sometimes, but you talk to them through the TikTok videos or the reels. Have you seen the, the TikTok video where they're saying that if I share a TikTok video with you, that is my love language. <laughs> that is me oh, sharing wow, no. an interest with you. No, really. And because, you know, let's, let's talk about like the different workplaces and how people communicate. Some people, we used to communicate with GIFs and that's like archaic now. And so- Is it GIF? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm telling so you. So let's settle this once and for all. Uh-oh. <laughs> right? Wings or flats? Flats. Uh-oh. Yeah, nice. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> we're talking about chicken wings at right. this point. But, but is it GIF or JIF? I say GIF. Okay. That, say she's GIF. the pro. I, she's I, the pro. I, you I heard it GIF. here, guys. But, but, but it is interesting to see different ways- uh, the workforce generational, they communicate because I find, let's say, boomers, for example, it's very like long winded. It's like they, they, they want to send me a video and all these other things. I'm very chunk up. I'm very bullet pointed. And then sometimes someone will just send me a meme. And I'm like, what is this meme? Or it's just emojis. But even just sharing TikTok videos is a language in and of itself. And I just love following 
the shifts in consumer behavior and how people communicate. Because as we all know, the meaning of communication is the response that you get. And if mm -hmm. someone is sending you a TikTok video, there's a reason why. I took the time they to send time. you this yeah. cat, this cat laughing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what else? Uh, as far I guess since we're on the platform thing, so we're talking LinkedIn, we're talking TikTok. Um, I mean, I guess to stay in that same wheelhouse, you mentioned YouTube on one side, but for what some people don't know about is YouTube has its own kind of TikTok. So we're talking, what are they? YouTube shorts. Shorts. Okay. Yeah. Which is essentially reels mm -hmm. and or TikToks and or vines in essence. Yeah. So what, that, what, is that? what does just, that tell you? Short form videos are the thing. Mm. We're that's seeing that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. We're seeing a shift in how people are creating content. So if you're thinking that you need to hire an entire production team for you to film in landscape, that's not a thing. It is now okay for you to film on your phone. Your we phone said we would bad. stop. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so you're, you're seeing all of the social media platforms switch to short form video. So that means you got to get snappier with your messages. You got to mm. get more creative. You, you might possibly see it now where they have videos and they have the captions on top of it, but the captions are moving in a certain way. And they'll even right. throw in the emojis when they're saying like, yeah. okay, are you ready for departure? Ding, ding, airplane. Right, right. And like not even just the same type of the text. It's like clearly popping off from, you know, enlarged or off, you know, yeah, not in line. Okay, so let's talk this. As we talk about shorts and reels, like, I mean, even what about Instagram? How does that? How does Instagram? Instagram play? has reels, right? And so again, that's where we're finding that it used to be about having the perfect profile grid, and that was based on the belief that ac people actually landed on your profile to look at your profile. Now Instagram is more of a discovery. You go on the Explorer page, which honestly, that's like the best way to know of someone's personality. It's not really about what they post on their profiles, you're like, no, let me let me see your phone. Let me see what pops up on your explore page. Frank, let's see your let's see your explore page. Because then, because then you'll see at the very top, you'll be like, oh, workouts, blah blah blah, or something sus. And then it's 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 funny, but yeah, I I find that if you're going to be publishing content on Instagram again, it's going to be reels because reels are going to get you front and center. Stories is another great way for you to engage with your audience. We're finding that if you're dropping a lot of valuable knowledge on Inst on Instagram, you could even subscribe to content creators now. Mm -hmm. But rarely do people really hang out on the profile grid. Mm -hmm. Do's and don'ts of an Instagram story. Do's and don'ts of an Instagram story. Okay. Yeah, because so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. I was hanging out right with a bunch of friends and one of my friends was like hey frank like you got to stop this this is old school and i'm like what do you mean she's like okay number one start hiding the music so she taught me how to do that and then she's like hey chill with the hashtags you don't do that on the story so she's like kill that right she's like if you're gonna tag somebody it's very minimal and hide it right so, so yeah, and i'm just sitting there and i'm like i felt used i was like i was like, I was like this, is, this is this is amazing it's like for the, for the why it's a lot right <laughs> it's um, like purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so do's and don'ts of an Instagram story, whether you're just posting and, and you're trying to keep up with the trend or, hey, I'm trying to be an influencer. I'm trying to get people to watch my page. I'm trying to sell something on there. Again, the on the story specifically, and it does that differentiate from the post. Yeah, interesting. I mean, <laughs> everything that you just said about the stories and how you're, how you're optimizing, right? Like, I, yeah, when I tag someone, I make it really small, I make it white, and I actually have it blend into like the background or something like that just because I don't want it to be loud and obnoxious. I, I feel like it's one of those, back in the day when everyone wanted to buy like Louis Vuitton bags and it was like LV all big, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And now it's just, it's very subtle. Yeah. And it's a little bit more sophisticated. 
uh, whenever you're developing your stories. I'd say the biggest don't for stories is documenting every little thing that you're doing. Because hmm. at that point, people will just ignore you. And that's not what you want. You want to get that attention on there. I do say, yes, still tag other people because then it gives them content that they can reshare without having to think about, oh, what should I post today? And and if you do it right, right, where you're you're tagging them in a certain way and you're adding the right track, then it becomes shareable content. But if you're like super obnoxious (laughs) with your (laughs) overlays and your emojis and all that other stuff, then it it becomes not shareable. And so you could take a look at your own analytics like, how come come people aren't sharing my stories? I totally Mm, tagged you. They don't like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and so you'll just see how people want things to show up on their feeds. Yeah, I mean, is that different on the post? On the post itself, so when you're tagging people on your post, I mean, tag as many people as you want because it's not cluttering the image in and of itself, right? Um, you could still put your hashtags in the descriptions of an Instagram post. You could still put it in the comments in and of itself. But just be mindful that when you are publishing on your grid, monitor for the comments because I feel like most people just kind of ignore that. And then it, as soon as you see someone spamming on somebody else's content, you're like, are you, are you asleep at the wheel? <laughs> oh goodness yeah, it's, it's wow. the worst when you post something and it's like uh, promote it on promote at something i'm like who are you yeah. like acknowledge the, the work i put in for these last 45 <laughs> minutes for this picture with quotes and this caption that took me a year <laughs> yeah and, and so that goes to the question of do you find more spam on your grid versus your stories you find it more on your grid i was gonna say mm. absolutely on my posts yeah anytime i put something like that it's like promote it on and then someone's tagging which i can tell is an auto you know a bot. A bot of some kind. What's up with the bots? The bots are like hardcore. Like sometimes even on some major pages, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm assuming these bots are somehow generating money for these people. I mean, we're not just creating bots to just comment and post nothing, right? Just yeah. to be Why a nuisance. Why are there so many bots? Why I do mean, bots exist? I mean, for instance, in, in, in sometimes <laughs> in certain yeah, pages, Skynet. ESPN pages or some of these pages, it'll say, oh, excuse me, you actually have comments in your bot section. You know, they're making fun of just how many bots are there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a bot psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what their needs and their wants or their shared vision. But that's your people are. and we're blaming you today. So it might be a thing. <laughs> I mean, there, there are a way for you to use bots like automated DMs in your comments to drive sales. There's a way to do that. But if you're talking about the ones that are just spamming, say, hey, follow this account, promote on this account, I would imagine that they're just trying to, it's an awareness play. It's like you're driving by, you know, on the freeway and you see a billboard and you see an account and you're like, well, I wonder what that is. And it's just, you just need that small percentage of people getting interested. And if they do like your stuff, then they could follow you. And then I would think about it from an influencer perspective. If I have more followers, then I could get more brand deals. If I get more brand deals, then I get more revenue. So, I mean, to each mm-hmm. their own. But obviously, it's working. Otherwise, we wouldn't see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I, if anything, I see sometimes in my like in my in my what is it, junks. I mean, they, I don't even see them unless they go on in there. Like, the like requested, requested DMs. Yeah. And it's like, here, here's my as requested. Here's my spicy content. I'm like, I didn't request <laughs> anything. And delete. Well, so what you oh, can, I click on it. <laughs> I think, you know. I don't want to be rude. As a business, as a brand, what you can do. So on Instagram, there is a setting where you could block specific keywords. So if you find that they're constantly saying promote on, uh-huh. just type in promote. Any comment that says promote on there will automatically be banned. It won't even get published. Work smarter. Mm-hmm. Write that down. 
Excellent. All right. So we got Insta, we got LinkedIn, we got uh, TikTok. What else? What else should we, should we be using? Anything else? Is Twitter. This, is this like the major? Yeah. What's going on with What's going on with your boy Elon? Man, there's a lot going on. What's going on with Kanye? What's going on with Oprah? What's going on with Tom Cruise? All no. things. There's right? a lot. I mean, Twitter, what's up with Twitter? Yeah. Twitter is one of those. It's a fast moving channel, right? For me in my field, because I do social media and I also do PR, it's great for engaging with other journalists, other media people, especially social media folks. I think if you are any other business brand or industry, it's a great way for you to distribute your content. But if you're not actually engaging with people in things like tweet chat or Twitter spaces, then it might not be the avenue for you. I think with every social media platform that you're going to go on, you have to ask yourself for what purpose. Hmm. Mm. What is the intention of this? What is the intention like of it? it yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, for someone that is the stream queen that's constantly creating my video for strategy, <laughs> I know, right? Repurposing it into blog content and all those other things, it makes sense for me to consistently push out my repurposed content on Twitter because mm-hmm. everyone would be like, damn, girl, you're everywhere. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, but, you know, perception is just everything. Looks that way. It yeah. just looks that yes. way. Yeah. And there is a strategy if you want to leverage Twitter to build your personal brand. So it's it's really up to you on what you want to do. Nice. So that's social media. So now we talked about video. And since you are the stream queen um, and, you know, the host of Lights Camera Live, what does what does your brand do or what is what would you say is what is the most, I guess, since you do a lot of streaming, and I actually have taken her course, you know what I'm saying? And true. I paid the monies. <laughs> what can people do to get in front of that camera and to really, you know, take a, do the best they can with putting their face head on with people? Like how to put the, your best foot forward on camera? Yeah, and the, and the benefits of, obviously, we, we heard what, how pictures and things aren't working, even just algorithm-wise. And uh, just the visibility is everything, as you mentioned, instead of just, you know, not being able to see someone's face because it's a quote behind the sunset. But what do, what is it that makes you and your briz, and your brand yeah. and the streaming platform so powerful? Let's go. With, let's go with that. Yeah. I, I think when it comes to communicating on camera again, when you're confident on camera, people are confident that you're going to get results for them, too. What I love most about live streaming is that it's done in real time. So you can't BS your answers. If you're going to mm. ask me anything about TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all that stuff, and I'm like, boom, 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 I'm knocking them down. You're like, okay, <laughs> she knows her stuff. But if you, you know, if I just did a post, sunset post, this is what you do, <laughs> and I don't respond to you until like 48 hours later, you've already moved on to somebody else's mm. content. But if I could keep you captivated from beginning, middle to end, and I could tell you stories and metaphors and objections and all those different things, people are like, dang, I would love to have her in my corner. Hmm. So I find that when you do live streaming and you repurpose that content, again, I could take a single 45-minute live stream and turn that into 94 pieces of content. That's why, like, if I said, okay, here's 94 pieces of content for me just sitting down with you, kicking it with you for, like, 45 minutes, for the next 94 Mondays, I don't have to worry about what to post on social media because I already know that it already got people's attention. All I really have to do is I could take a, I take social proof like, Oh, Frank would say like, Oh my God, that was, that was amazing. Screenshot, Instagram story. Frank thinks I'm amazing. You know, <laughs> like tag him. He shares it. It's, it's, it's a whole, it's like inception. Hmm. Wow. It's like a dream within a dream. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. And, uh, 
what about you? How, how can people, for instance, we, we always like to, you know, have our hosts on not to just drop knowledge to all our, our listeners, but how can people, you know, if, if you have the time and the space, how can they engage with you? What, I mean, what are your products and services? How can they hire And you? some of your brands and some of your, <laughs> what, girl, what you do and how can they sign up? Yeah, <laughs> I would say the best place. I mean, honestly, if you, if you have questions about live streaming, Instagram is definitely the spot where you'll find me. That's, that's the place where I am just me. And so mm-hmm. if you're like, Stephanie, where are you at? What are you doing? What conference are you doing? And all that other stuff. Instagram is definitely the place to come find me and talk to me. If you're in the part where you really want to do business, anyone that reaches out to me on LinkedIn gets higher priority because I'm thinking that you're there for B2B. They're serious. Yeah, you're yeah. serious because my LinkedIn profile is absolutely optimized, like as seen on Forbes, as seen on boom, 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 boom. So I know that if you're going to come through on that, you know what you're getting into. Right, mm. the best, <laughs> the best, the best, the best. Yeah. Okay. And what is your Instagram? My Instagram is handle. Hey Stephanie Lou. H e y Stephanie Lou. Hey Stephanie Lou. Hey, hey Stephanie. Hey. Excellent. Okay, good. So, what else can we be doing? I guess uh, how, how would we? Because video is essentially, in essence, it's a form of marketing yourself, is it not? It is. Like, and if nobody, as you know, if you can be the best at what you do, but if nobody knows it or nobody can see your face on the camera. Mm-hmm. You call Stephanie, uh, but you don't exist essentially. Yeah. What else? I guess for our beginners, I mean, I think in some cases we have obviously a coaching and training organization, me and Dr. Mario, and people are starting off their coaching practice and things like that. So some of these first things, people aren't comfortable getting behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's been very helpful just talking about what platforms they should be on. But what else? What other tips or things might you recommend uh, to? I mean, I mean, just to give an example, she told me, hey, there's this branding company. You record your video, you send it to them, Yeah, they'll do the video content for you. Because if you've ever tried to edit a video, even if you know what you're doing, it can be time consuming. It takes time. Yeah. I, I think, especially if you're starting with video is know what you're good at and then give it to someone else, delegate. I mean, that's, that's what make, makes great leaders is that you know how to delegate. And so... Don't waste your time trying to learn Adobe Premiere, Final (laughs) Cut Pro. You know, don't give me another excuse for why you're not creating content. Just create the content. You know your stuff. You've been in your business for years. You're passionate about it. Just talk about it and have someone else do the grunt work. You could go to Upwork. You could go to Fiverr or kind of like what I was telling you. That's true. These are pros in the sense that they will take your vertical video. They'll add the transcripts. They know what makes content shareable on Instagram. So they'll do the captions. They'll do the emojis. They'll find Find the trending audio for you so you don't have to do it. Your job is to go out there and build your business, not around on on Instagram. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, hire someone else to do that for you. Okay. Awesome. And uh, any other questions? No, that's sound advice. You find yourself when, you know, we coach a lot of newpreneurs, right? And they're trying to do everything. They're trying to be a marketer. They're trying to be a web designer. You can't do it all. I mean, do you what can, you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to, but I, f- I feel like over this weekend, we all kind of agreed. You need to adopt the CEO mindset. When you're building your business, there are certain beliefs, values, and attitudes that you need to have in place for you to have a thriving organization and for you, for you to be burnt out thinking about like, oh my God, what's what's going on with the algorithm, all that other, that's, you shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. Okay, excellent. And then um, on its uh, highest level, right? So we know you, you know, the stream stuff. Uh, at its highest level, what can it, what can uh, a, a person finding you on LinkedIn? What kind of services can they expect from you? Absolutely. So a lot of times, these 
these days I'm working with corporate clients and small businesses and I'm media training them mm. because it's so, I mean, when you talk about media, it's not just the news. It's you hopping on somebody's YouTube. It's you sitting at someone else's podcast. It's you dropping knowledge as a quote for someone else. These are all things that requires media training. I find that if I'm, if someone is going to represent my company, we all have to be on the same point with the messaging because I'll, I'll be damned if someone else is going to tell the story of Lights, Camera, Live. I'm going <laughs> to tell you what Lights, Camera, Live is about. You know, don't don't try to say like, oh, Lights, Camera, Live is about live streaming. Like, no, 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 no. I take people from unknown to unfreaking forgettable. You have to say that. If you don't say that, you we're not cool. Right. <laughs> you, know, like, you, you don't know me. We're not on that, on I, that I same level. I didn't say that at the beginning, but I meant but, uh, to. No. I had a good intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write that down for next time. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Put I, it on I, the comments. Yeah, I find that on LinkedIn, a lot of times my clients are looking for media training. They're also, Steph, how do I, how do I be more confident on camera? Mm. You know, because oftentimes they're like, what do I do with my hands? Do I put my hands over mm. here? I'm like, show your hands. If you don't talk with your hands, people are like, okay, are you are you like an android? What's uh, going true. on here? You look stiff. Yeah, you look very stiff and unrelatable. And oftentimes I tell my clients, it's not about perfection. It's about connection. So use your hands. Use your silly stories. Be hilarious. Do your sound effects, whatever it is. Like I'm the type of person where people, I feel like if you're going to hop on a call with me, you know that you're going to have fun. I'm not going to bore you to death mm. because I'm not trying to be bored to death. <laughs> Absolutely. So that has been Stephanie Liu, y'all. Come on. This could go mm. much longer, even just based off of platforms, even just based off of speaking uh, of a specific context on how you want your media to go. Yeah, but if we give them more, we got to charge for the podcast. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, we, drink to that. we got to send Coffee. some people over to, her, over to her page, over to her LinkedIn, right? We got to get her the high profile stuff. So, I mean, you heard some of the names. We're not even going to drop them all because we don't have that much time. But, you know, she's been all in a, a interplanetary, all over Uranus, all she's over Saturn, quantum. all over Jupiter. She's quantum. NASA's, Pluto's not a planet anymore, yeah? I, it's, I don't know. It's up in the air. That depends. <laughs> it depends if they're paying. Yeah, right. I'm going to say yes. Uh-oh. I'm going to get in trouble for that. That's yeah. what I'm going to get in trouble? <laughs> oh, I don't think you can get in trouble. But you're just, Frank at. Frank and have Frank. <laughs> You might be. You might. Be. That's two podcasts in a row. At me if you don't like Pluto. At me. You can't be misappropriating planets. No, right? not at all. Don't get it twisted. What does Pluto identify oh, as? Oh Lord, here we go. We got to stop before we get canceled. Yes, so, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Yes. Truly a pleasure. Steph's gonna replace so me. Uh, you, Anything's you, possible. You guys always as well. We'll see you next time.